0: The Secrets of Stargate is brought to you by the Star Production Network and is made possible by our many generous patrons. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit sqpn.com/give. You're listening to The Secrets of Stargate, episode 105.
1: Janet West Jackson has identified the seventh symbol. All right,
0: here we go. We are about to try to make a connection.
2: All we gotta do is bust out of here, commandeer the ship, and fly on home. you Say that a lot.
1: I know that this can be dangerous. But this is our job, right? It's what we signed on to do. It was never about going home. It's about getting
0: us to where we're going. Hi, I'm Jack Berazzini, and you're listening to The Secrets of Stargate, where we talk about the hidden meanings and deeper layers found in the Stargate movies, TV series, and more. And joining me today are Father Cory Stika. Hi, Father. Howdy, Jack. And Lisa Jones. Hi, Lisa.
1: Hey, Jack.
0: And Lisa's dog as well. <laughs> <laughs> and and Victor Lambs. Hey, Victor. I am Victano. I am a free Jafar. <laughs> Hi, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I, I respect your freedom. Thank you. <laughs> today we are discussing the eighteenth episode of season five of The Warrior. Kitano, a former first prime of Imhotep, gathers an army of rebel Jaffa to fight for their freedom from the gold. SG-1 initially considers an alliance with Katano, but they are ultimately put off by his reckless tactics and his beliefs. When Tilk is captured by Lord Yu, he learns that Katano is actually Imhotep, a gold in disguise. Tilk challenges Katano to Jomaseku, the Jaffa right of leadership, to the death. Tiok defeats Katano, revealing him to be a gold. The Jaffa flee to Earth with SG1, vowing to continue their fight for freedom. And this is where uh, we need to drop in the uh the brave Freedom scream. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> what do you think of this episode, Father? You know that this
3: it's one of these where I like about two-thirds of it. And maybe even <laughs> three more than that, three-quarters of it. You know, the the, the idea that you know, the Jaffa are starting to rise up. They're starting to organize. They're, you know, we see this dynamic leader who is obviously isn't who he says he is, but we still see that they're starting to, um, starting to take their freedom, you know, back. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, you know, it, it's going really well. And, you know, Jack seems unnecessarily, uh, uncertain about this and cautious. Of course, he ends up being justified in it, but still. Um, it's really good until you get to the fight scene, and then it's just kind of like uh, I. I get the idea of the fight scene, is just how they did the fight scene. We'll talk about the the lovely slow motion in, in and later,
0: but sweep the leg, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what about you, Lisa? Uh,
1: I like this episode. Though watching it again and knowing the end, you know, you're watching it and your heart is just breaking for Tealk and Braytec. Because they have all of that hope and, you know, th- what they've envisioned for the Jaffa all these years, the freedom and, the, you know, them coming together as one. And, and you're like, oh, you know, even, even the first time around, like, you know, something's not going to end up right with it. And so you're just, your heart's breaking for them. You just see it on Teal's face. Like, he's going to choose to go with the, the rebel Jaffa, not, you know, make his break from SG-1. And mm-hmm. and it just, you know, so I love it. Great acting and writing from Christopher Judge. And of course, um, having Tony Amandala always is a pleasure. So it's just a, it, 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 they shined a light on the Jaffa and their um, journey and what we all hope for them. And I thought a really good way. It's just not, they're not there yet. So unfortunately it was a, it was a good twist but like I said my heart just broke a little bit for them.
0: Yeah. What about you Victor? Um it has
2: Rick worthy in it. I like that. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Is that all?
2: <laughs> it's it's a filler episode in, in my book. We have a really good, you know, guest star in in Rick worthy who's uh-huh. been in like everything. Um I also like him cuz he he grew up around here. Um mm uh here here in the the detroit area and went to school around here um but no i mean there's a lot of there's a lot of filler in this episode and there's a lot of promise that doesn't get paid off i mean how much how many how much time do we waste with like the p90 demonstration and in in stargate the p90 can do things that it can't do in real life i guess like completely sever a (laughs) log and uh uh and yeah no and it's it's and there, there, there are some some good moments. I mean, I, I think I read that this was an allegory for Christopher Judge. He wrote the episode with with Peter DeLuise. It's his parents divorce. so you see that with Jack mm-hmm. and um, and Catano. Like he's being pulled in two different direct. No, I'm making that up.
1: But... <laughs> I was like, yeah, no. <laughs>
2: but <laughs> no. I, I mean, it, it was to... we finally get a Teal-centric episode, which is good. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of good Teal'c and Braytech uh, moments in it, but it's. It's it's kind of choppy. I mean, I don't I I I'm trying to recall, does does you say that uh Katano is Imotep, or does Tilk not learn that until the fight sequence at the very end? You have we, you have the I have something to tell you.
3: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so and then you yeah, so see the look on Tilk's face. So we don't okay. know it, but he's yeah. told yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: yeah. They, Imotep was a lot more impressive. Really, yeah. yeah. He was a lot more impressive in the mummy with Brendan Fraser. You do a lot more on that
0: one. I think he's, he's slipping in this, but yeah, it's, I don't know. I, I liked it. I kind of feel like it would have been more interesting if the twist had been that Katana was actually just a Jaffa, but he let the power go to his head. Mm. Like, yeah, I feel like that would have been a m- more interesting thing to explore. Um But overall I enjoyed it. And I mean, and it works out for uh, Jack in the end with his uh, reticence about Katano, but I feel mm-hmm. like for most of the episode, he's just being kind of a jerk. Like, mm-hmm. you yeah. not get why Teal could <laughs> want to join his people and yeah. like, fight for freedom? Like, he doesn't seem to understand that at all. I get
1: I get the being suspicious, right? Yeah. yeah. It's mm-hmm. not everything it's promised to be. but But yeah, I thought that Jack was coming across a little rough when – I mean, even Bray Jack saying, these are our ways. And so I guess I kind of felt like, who is Jack to come in there and be like, y'all are all wrong. You know, and, and yeah. it's it's great to disagree, but you don't have to be rude, especially when Tilk's supposed to be one of your team and like your best guy and, you know, and you're getting in his face about it. I don't
3: know. I mean, I, I can I can see too, though, being able to say, but your ways were influenced by how the Gwa'uld want you to yeah. fight, how the Gwa'uld want you to serve. And maybe you need to learn another way. But again, don't be a jerk about it, you know, literally jumping in the
2: middle of the fight (laughs) and blocking it, you know, and telling the guy, well, don't do that, you know? Yeah. And and, and, and there's a moment right before Tilk goes on his, uh, you know, super secret mission where, you know, Jack is arguing with Katano and just being a Debbie Downer and Rick (laughs) Worthy's face, like, he's saying lies, but his face just, he gives, like like Richard Dean Anderson like the biggest like jack please look you know it was just Yeah. <laughs> <it> was, <laughs> just he's being like, yeah i mean jack is just kind of just the the you know every silver lining has a cloud guy in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And i didn't feel it, it could have come across as um jack was just worried for tilk that he, he yeah. felt it was a suicide mission and he was really worried for him but it didn't really in my opinion come across like that. No. Maybe that's what they were going for but it more came across that he just disagreed with them and was upset and Took's going to die and y'all suck. And you know, rather than I'm really worried for him
0: well, or, that, start- uh, or that, or that um it seemed like the way it, it came across to me was that he was upset that he wasn't getting to be in charge anymore. And people mm. were listening to someone else because he's mm. usually in charge of stuff.
1: Sure.
3: Yeah. Well, there's, there's also the, the idea that, earth was going to try to go into an alliance with with them and um jack was almost opposed to the idea he had no problem with you like food and medicine and stuff like that going to him but weapons well that's another story yeah and that's not a bad thing but of course you know as as we joked when we had the malazi as joked when the malazi episode it's like you know there's no prime directive in stargate it's oh hey you're fighting the, the gold here's some p90s and this is the episode i was thinking of yeah you know
0: literally yeah. it's like oh hey
3: you're fighting the gold here's some p p90s we barely know you but let's give you lots of ammo
0: and yeah. weapons it's just nice that this is science fiction and the u.s government has never just given a bunch of weapons to a random uh insurgent <laughs> yeah. group before, yeah so because of course it the u.s
3: is, doesn't doesn't uh is, doesn't involve in the affairs of other nations no, no. we're not <laughs> about jack responded since when
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I guess there could have been a debate about that. That was kind of a missed opportunity. Another missed opportunity is when they're heading out. You know, Braytech says to Jack, it's like, now remember a lot of these Jafal you're going to meet. Oh, like yeah. you were fighting against them. You probably killed their like literal brothers and families or blew up motherships mm-hmm. that had all of their friends on it. He doesn't say that. And then so, you know, they have long memories. And Jack's like, well, I don't. <laughs> and then they go there. And, and that nothing happens with that. Mm-hmm. Jack, I think no. says I used to fight you guys. Right. And everybody's like, Oh yes, you did. <laughs> and it's, 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 that could have been like a good, mm-hmm. like, you know, maybe there yep. is like three people who are diehard, you know, Katano fans who don't want the Alliance because right. yeah, Jack blew up their families or something.
1: They know who SG one is. Yeah. And, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, there's, it's a good setup. There's a lot of fluff in the middle. And then, it was fun to see you again at the end. Yeah, and mm-hmm. kind of all he's the subterfuge awesome. mm-hmm. that was yeah. going on. He's my—I mm-hmm. think he's my—at the moment he's my favorite ghoul. I'm sure that Alan—I'll I'll come to like Baal better based on what I've heard. But yep, I, I like—I <laughs> like you because he's more conniving than
2: uh, like Apophis. Yeah, and he actually kind of cares about humanity too. I mean, he doesn't just want to like enslave. Or, I mean, he has some interest <laughs> in his—you know—in his pets or whatever. His um. Pet. Yeah, because I mean he did he is responsible for advancing humans, you know, technologically when, mm-hmm. when they were, you know, his slaves and stuff. Um but <laughs> but no, it's it's yeah, I do like you a lot. Um and it's like, yeah, I'm telling you this. Oh, by the way, I'm gonna completely bomb the planet that you and yeah, your friends are on. So good luck, you know. They're convincing the Jaffa to leave until out out oh, Yeah, they're
0: quit. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's interesting you gave him a heads up, though, right? Yeah. I mean
0: Yeah, I didn't think of that like he goes to the planet. You tells him, and then presumably lets him go because we don't see him escape yeah. or anything. No, no you, you yeah, said I'm going to let you
1: go. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, you you said that you know before I let you go, there's something I better tell you. You know mm-hmm. that yeah. kind of idea, and that's that's when he finds out that it's it's Imhotep. It's yeah. it's, so, it's almost it,
1: like he felt I don't say felt bad for SG one, but you know, kind of hates to see them being swindled by this guy. Yeah, this other Gould, like it wasn't it wasn't a fair fight or
2: something. Or he just wanted to like break Teal'c's little heart and tell him <laughs> yeah. this guy that yeah. he was so enamored yeah. with is, is like, so it's like that mo- moment in every Pixar movie. is like, you know, scaring kids doesn't matter. What are you saying, Sully?
0: You know? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Childhood heroes. Uh, yeah.
2: Yeah. Turns out yeah. to be a
0: monster. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Water noose is the bad guy. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I just always...
0: ruined monster Inc. Sorry. <laughs> That's Ugh. kind of a <laughs> If, if you're five year old for movie, for, think yeah. Probably, yeah. yeah, you you're of a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly Yeah. So spo- um Yeah. limitations passed a long yeah. time ago for that one. Yes. a little bit of a of a monster of um <laughs> Daniel didn't really have anything to do in this episode. No, he, like he took yeah. the Teal'c spot of not having anything to do.
1: Yeah, he gave us the back. Back. I like how they asked him for the background on Emotep rather than mm-hmm. the Jaffa that have lived a lot longer and have actual, probably, knowledge of Goulds. They went to Daniel. Yeah, yeah. that that was his. That was his contribution. He gets to well, be yeah. the battle
2: fish. Yeah, just and he wasn't the- even.
3: He wasn't even like trying to hold Jack back. That was actually Sam yeah, was just, the one that was kind of taking that role of kind of yeah. like, okay now you need to.
1: Mm-hmm. And trust
3: him a bit more.
2: Daniel was just kind of there. Yeah, he was kind of like Randall in Monsters University. <laughs> yeah,
1: he's he's got a couple of big episodes coming up. So yeah, he we'll, does. We'll forgive him the lack of dialogue here.
3: Speaking of Sam, there was there was a uh, a couple of scenes where literally they just put the camera on her to have her kind of nod her head or shake her head, <laughs> yeah. 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 and then it turned back to Jack. <laughs> Yeah. And it's like, why was she even shown? It's just,
2: this, yeah. There was just a weird, there her. was a weird cinematography in this every mm-hmm. once in a while. A lot of like, yeah, medium shots of like you know, a lot of dialogue where it just cuts from like you know, framed like this to the next person talking, and yeah.
1: And this episode for me about Carter felt almost like season one or season two, mm. where I mean, you know, like where Jack has her show off the P ninety. It's kind of like. I don't, I don't know. He could have just done it. You yeah. know what I mean? But see, he's like, oh, see, Carter, be the little show, show pony. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, like Vanna White or something. Yeah. It just it, it just struck me as odd, you know, because we've been listening to her and used to her the last couple of seasons, fixing all of the scientific problems and this and that. And we went back to first, second season where, oh, yeah, she's a warrior too, you know, and,
3: well, and so then shoot she's the gun the one that and show was the sent- boys how to do it. Yeah. Well, then she's the one that was sent to dial the geek.
1: Yes, that's usually that Daniel. Was weird usually you'll yeah. go down yeah. the
2: but twice she's the one that did it and she gets to identify the very obvious like suicide bomber vest that the one guy <laughs> yeah, yeah. is wearing so <laughs> it's like that's a bomb that's like thanks yeah we,
0: we couldn't tell that talking, even before yeah. they put the <laughs> naquita in it yeah <laughs> yeah speaking of the cinematography it was it was an odd filmed episode uh Especially the fight scenes, they do this several yeah. times. Uh, we talk I think we yeah. mentioned this, but they have these really slow mo, like nineteen eighties kung fu movie, or kind of kind of trying to be like the Matrix, maybe of like jump kicking and flipping, and it just yeah it was odd.
3: It really it didn't strike me as Matrix, like like you said, it, you know, kung fu is what it really struck yeah. me. You know, the, the guy comes Ooh. in for the big killer blow, and it slows down to you know half speed as he hits you know that yeah. kind of thing yeah.
1: that was it's- see for me it was very i don't have a lot of kung fu experience sorry guys but it was very matrix x yeah. for me because that those fight scenes between neo and orpheus morpheus were all like that when they were yeah. in the dojo yeah. and the slowing down and then the kick and so it just this was what like a couple of years later
2: so yeah, that yeah, was it all. Was all the rage
1: time. was filming like this yeah, in the round, yeah. filming in the circle.
2: Yeah, because then with bullet you had actual still cameras in a like as you mentioned mm-hmm. in a circle around the action, and so when they would throw a punch, like the cameras would fire off. You know, at the frame rate of the this was actually mm-hmm. just done with a, a like a film camera. You know, doing slow motion, but it was impressive slow motion. What was less impressive was. In doing the slow motion, you get a really good look at the stunt actors' faces, <laughs> and they don't look anything like Rick Worthy or Christopher Judge.
1: I probably wasn't even—I didn't notice. I didn't notice I don't like that kind of fighting scene, yeah. so that's I mean, usually it, it, when I look away.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, I well, love a good kung fu movie. Yeah. yeah.
3: You know, we can't—we can't blame you know older TV shows. Like if you watch older Star Trek or Doctor Who or whatever. Because the TV quality was so poor, relatively mm-hmm. speaking, to what we have today, that they could get away with that. Yeah. Because you wouldn't see them clear enough to know that they were different. Even when this came out, you know, if if you had a standard def- definition TV, you probably had something like a Sony Trinitron or something like that, or equivalent, which was good quality. So you would have seen the difference. Mm-hmm. And then if you had a high definition TV, like we all have now, you'll definitely see it. Mm-hmm. So they really couldn't get away with it as as much then as they do did way back in like the eighties and before.
0: Yeah. And it's interesting. If you look at a lot of the old props from older TV shows, they look like absolute garbage. Like I've, I've <laughs> looked at some high quality images of like the tricorders from star Trek Voyager and they're just like slapped together with glue and they have like yeah. screw hanging off the edges of them. And I, I learned recently that, uh, apparently on the next generation they would tape pieces of black construction yeah. paper to the back panels to get rid of the glare on the bridge. And you can see it clearly in the high definition version. So it's, that
2: was that funny. the uh, red letter media video?
0: Yes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's everywhere once you start looking for it. And, and also because it was, you know, the way they framed the shots they filmed, you know, outside of what the four, three, you know, TV mm-hmm. broadcast yeah. safe zone would be. And so there's all, there's like light rigs and, you know, just, you know, reflectors well, and diffusers just visible in in the shot.
3: There was a uh, an edit of the Star Trek motion picture, the, you know, the original movie, the first movie, and there's a scene where was it Spock leaving the Enterprise through the the airlock, and you can see that it's the just the wall of the 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 ship, and then oh, you can yeah. see all the scaffolding behind it. Oh because it was a, you know, a bad yeah. edit that they never you know they, they didn't cut right and we of course that eventually got fixed but you know in, in
2: later edits and but uh we won't talk about star like trek that. insurrection about how they couldn't afford the to do the cg uh, yeah and so it just blew I, You look out the windows of the final fight and it just blew mm-hmm. yeah
0: but yeah uh Back back to Stargate. Um. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Peter That's DeLuise is in this show. episode. <laughs> yes.
2: Yeah, Peter DeLuise directed yeah. this, which is yes. kind of discouraging. So I don't know if, if his name is on there as the director mm. and maybe he let Christopher Judge guest direct or something. Or I don't know. But we <laughs> we do get to, to hear his voice. Uh, he's not a big fan mm. of Catano. I don't know. <laughs> yeah yeah he's a guy who screams like off camera like an army needs weapons an army needs food and it
0: sounds so much like peter oh. that like, like <laughs> yeah yeah it's uh this almost felt like it kind of reminded me of spartacus in some parts yeah you know, it's like the the angry like crowd of warriors and stuff um but i do hope that they continue with that thread and i, I kind of feel like it would have been interesting yeah. to see katana survive for longer and i feel like that's something you'd get in a more serialized show but it would have been interesting to see if imhotep inco i was gonna say imhotep incognito i guess that works <laughs> yeah had uh had survived longer and like gotten more deep into the the system with with all of them
2: Undercover Gould that could make a funny, like, sketch comedy parody about. Yeah. <laughs> so it's an yeah. <laughs> yes, undercover boss. Yes. Undercover boss
3: Gould edition. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I am totally not your God that
2: you must bow down to. <laughs> and uh, but, uh yeah, Tony Amendola is Bray tech and this is excellent. You can really feel that he believes that this is what he's been waiting, you know, yeah. 130 years for.
3: Mm-hmm. And um,
2: it- and we do see the
3: free Jaffa. This isn't, you know, yeah, the man. last of them by any stretch yeah. of the imagination. So it is an important step. I mean, this is a, a plot episode in you know, an overarching plot episode, but it's probably one of the better ones. It's yeah. not as dry as some have been. Mm-hmm. Um, now of course we get Ragnor, we get yep. the,
1: mm-hmm.
3: from, uh, Apophis and Heror. Yeah. And we see him again. He's, yep. he's a big
0: part of this going he, forward. He
1: vouches for a on here.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. So. And I was just thinking, uh, I guess uh, Imhotep's long-term plan was just don't ever take his shirt off in front of anyone. Well, <laughs> yeah, it, it's, apparently. Yeah, it's, what,
2: what was his plan? Was his plan, I'm going to raise an army and that'll be my new, like, like Jaffa army? Or was it, I want to get all the Jaffa together in one place and kill them?
1: I, I thought I was, it was thinking it's the latter. Yeah, See, I was thinking that's why he was trying to get the big ship, was once he got that, then it's like oh ha 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 i'm really your god and but
2: but he's still collecting free jaffa and he doesn't have that many there i mean he could he would want to wait like several years until he had like several thousand i don't know it was just his plan wasn't very well i just yeah they said he was a ghoul
1: from a backwater like a nobody ghoul from a backwater planet right
0: i kind of thought that my understanding was that you had was in on it, too, and he and you were working together, and then you double-crossed him, and it was like, all right, now you're all on that planet. I'm going to kill the gold, and I'm mm. also going to kill you. Be, Not you. yeah. <laughs> maybe, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: And, and maybe Imhotep, this was his trying to get the attention of the system lords. Like, I'm going to gather all these free rebel Jaffa, and then you can come in and kill them, and yay me, so mm. you should— whatever give me status or rank or whatever I'm trying to play the political
2: game yeah yeah i did really like katano Rickworthy's like line delivery of his speech you know mm-hmm. it obviously been watching you know civil rights leaders and this is still like many years before barack yep. obama came on the scene but i'm not saying barack obama got his method of delivery from this episode <laughs> but it's definitely possible proof that Proof that Barack Obama was inotip. No. And <laughs> uh, he was a fan.
1: Stargate fan. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And and I do like though, like how he like the very first words you hear in the in the episode is like, you know, I'm Katano, I'm a free Jaffa and I just wish that like every TV show, when a new character came came on, they would just say their name and what they are, like they used yeah. to do, like in old theater. You know, <laughs> name, rank, and serial it, number. No. It would, yeah, it's like, yeah, hello, I'm I'm Joe the the merchant, and I am in this village to do this, and my motivation is this. Like like they used to do in the old plays, and that would make watching TV a lot more enjoyable for me. <laughs> yeah, kind of like the radio drama. Oh, yeah. here comes Joe. He's 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 the the
3: hardware guy. How's it going at the hardware <laughs> store, Joe? Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Just need like a like a playbook that has like the yeah. characters listed in the beginning. I like <laughs> yeah. it when novels do that. Some novels will do that, and it's mm. really nice to have, especially if there's a lot of characters. Yep.
2: Yeah. Old Nintendo manuals too would have all the characters like <laughs> like in the back, like all the bosses and like side characters, like the Metal Gear games and stuff. You'd see them all listed. Oh, in that's, the back that's what like IMDb pictures. is for. Yeah.
3: When <laughs> or yeah, the wikis.
2: Exactly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. You, You know, I had to look it up because Katano, I kept watching this going, gosh, he is so familiar. And I could not put my finger on it until I looked him up and then Mm -hmm. Simon on Battlestar Kalashka. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I could not for the life of me figure that out today.
2: He also played like the first vampire or the vampire prime and supernatural. And he wasn't in a lot Mm -hmm. of episodes, but... Even when you know the the hunters think that they've captured him and he's like chained to a chair with like warding and he's in the chair that he's chained to is, is inside of a cell which is inside of another cell <laughs> and all they're doing is talking and he's still like terrifying in that row you're like roll nice. you're like oh no this is gonna go badly for everybody here
0: yeah he's a really good actor yeah yep um and I did like the scene where they go and attack the uh the convoy on the very obviously color graded planet. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Like where he goes at, where he stands (laughs) up. Yep. (laughs) If you're watching the video, it's a Victor is on this color graded planet. Um, It's very
2: orange here today.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He where he walks out and stops shooting, and then convinces all the Jafar to go with him. Like I thought that was a really good scene, and it just added to. Yeah. Jack was still mad about that, and it just added to the. I don't know. Just I don't think Jack was. Played well in this the yeah. way he yeah. was betrayed. Yeah, I,
1: during that scene and during the part where Jack was so upset, I kept thinking this. I, I kept thinking back to the episode Seth mm-hmm. and the yeah. how the Gould in that one very charismatic brought mm-hmm. the followers to him. And of course, he was a cult leader in that one, but but I kept thinking they were playing Katana or Imatep the same way. You know, Mm. that very charismatic, I'm, you want to follow me, it's all about this, and I can fulfill all your dreams, and um, so I think that kind of, you know, you knew something was going to happen, you know, that something was not right with all of this.
2: But it was very impressive, just the way he, like, walks right up to the guy, Mm -hmm. put his, you know, chest right up against a staff weapon and said, like, come join us, join my band of Mary Jaffa. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And we that shall I'll live
0: in <laughs> the forest completely
1: and don't be afraid to die. Right.
0: Yeah. And I feel like it almost kind of is a reverse of that concept that they had in Seth, because in this kind of situation, it's an asset to have a charismatic leader who people will get behind and mm-hmm. go into situations that are dangerous that they probably wouldn't for someone who is less, mm-hmm. less skilled as a leader, because that's kind of what you need when you're running a ragtag rebel army.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. But if you notice, except for that scene, he wasn't the one he didn't I say like, care about the individual. Yeah. Soldier. I mean he was he was showing his gouldness and that yeah. you are I mean, yep. you know, you're just sending them out there. You don't care. They're just cannon fodder for my goals. You know, the individual didn't matter. Yeah. There's always more Jaffa
2: yep. kind of And that's thing. why he teaches them the Mugatu. Or whatever it is, martial arts, where you (laughs) just basically like attack until you're pulverized. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Well, that would have been a that would have been a place where they could have shown the weakness of his plan by having, say, like Tilk fight against one of them and basically use the fact that the 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 trainer the trainee was being was
2: being reckless until able Mm. to use that to his to his advantage to win the or Yeah. Yeah. Bray-tick. When Braytech says about- you overcommit, I thought he was going to jump in and just go like sweep the leg and, you know, <laughs> yep. yeah.
1: but you think about it, isn't that how Teal'c won in the end was mm-hmm. that he was off balance and overcommitting and lunging for Teal'c and Teal'c had that, you know,
3: mm-hmm. s- a stick, stick, yeah. Yeah. pointy stick be, ready be, for yeah. him. Speaking of, of a vampire, you'd all know, get, yeah,
1: I'm like, is that how you kill a ghoul? It's like stick through the heart. gut, what? Yeah. <laughs>
0: I just saw on uh, the I can't, the auction website that auctions off all the movie props. They had a bunch of those, the wooden, oh, uh, really? the fake wooden oh, uh, staff cool. weapons. Yeah, it was like three thousand dollars.
2: Whoa, for like,
1: one.
0: Yeah. Oh,
2: because I no, know that, that cool. anybody who buys it, and anybody who buys a prop these days is going to make a cast of it or a model, you know, of it and sell them, oh, and make that three thousand dollars back within about you know two or three months. So. That's why everything's so expensive. I wish I'd
0: thought of that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So for more business and investing tips, please subscribe to my channel. This has been the segment uh, (laughs) of Side Hustles with Victor. Yeah, Yeah. Side Hustles (laughs) with Victor.
2: So when you find that that, (laughs) zap prop (laughs) online and it's $15,000, you can tell your significant other, I will make that back. This sounds like personal
1: experience, Victor. No,
2: I've never. The the closest I ever got to buying a Stargate prop, and this was um, probably about 15 years ago or so, was they had the individual replicator blocks, like just like the little, you know, one and a half inch by one and a half inch. And they were like authenticated as being on the show. And you could buy one replicator block for like $60. And I think we needed groceries that week or something. (laughs) I didn't get it.
0: That's and now good, I can cause... 3D print
2: one anytime I want. I can 3D print a whole replicator. That
1: in my ha- we can talk about that next week. Yeah, I don't think we talk. I don't think I'd have just that. Just one. In my house. I mean, just
2: one's probably yeah. not uh-huh. gonna do anything.
1: That'd be creepy. That's
2: what they always say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can't have just one. Oh, I mean, I mean, it was just resin cast from like a silicone mold, probably sure. or something. Uh-huh. Yeah, I trust you. Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> now, one, one thing I did did like about this episode. Uh, getting back to the actual episode, yeah. No, um, is is you know, the the were, Oh yeah, we got real weapons, the staff weapons <laughs> yeah. and the zaps. Right. And Jack's like, yeah, real weapons. But then there then there was the demonstration of the P9. Of course, you know they're using special ammo. That's why it could rip oh, okay, that yeah. target apart. You mm-hmm. know they're using the special nacua enhanced ammo. I don't know that could, Teflon coated or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But um, but that that idea that the staff weapons they're inaccurate, basically on purpose because they're weapons mm-hmm. of terror. Mm-hmm. They're meant more to frighten you than yeah. they are to kill, whereas, you know, firearms like the P90 is meant to be much more accurate
1: mm-hmm. and
3: at, at least, you know, wound ser- seriously, if not kill.
0: Even just the firing rate of a staff weapon, it's like yeah. one yeah. bolt every, like, five or ten seconds. like, I'd yeah. rather have a machine gun.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, it, and it's not like, I mean, the way the staff, like, weapon, like... It's slower than a bullet, too. It look, mm-hmm. I mean, it looks like, too. So not that you could just jump out of the way unless, you know, Kung Fu, right, from yeah. the Matrix or something. But from <laughs> from
1: their perspective, I've got to agree yeah. that you'd rather have something you didn't have to then barter for
2: yeah. ammo. Yeah. Yeah. That Plus is you can the one use advantage. the power cell to, like, run, like, what they do in that uh, episode. Did they run the Stargate with it or, like, their, like, little thing that they needed to save Jack or something? Yeah there was something where they pulled yeah. the power cell
0: out of it. I just don't remember yeah. what it was. And yeah, do they have to charge those every so often or <laughs> yeah. like, can you put it on your wireless charger yeah, next to your iPhone yeah. and it's good to
2: go? <laughs> good question. Another, they got mini Nakota generators so yeah. they're fine. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing I did like was that you had kind of a, a wide variety of Jaffa like represented mm-hmm. they weren't all like the Egypt Jaffa. You had like some mm-hmm. of the Celtic monk Jaffas there. Um, you know,
0: <laughs> in the skirt, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And, yeah. The, and yeah, and the guys like in robes and stuff from probably like the demons' planet or something. Um,
0: <laughs> and you had
1: women Jafar,
2: yeah, yep, so the kind female, of the <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: they didn't fight or talk, but they <laughs> yeah. were there.
2: Women can't use weapons, <laughs> yeah.
1: That's a, I guess that's yeah. what it bothered me was yeah. Carter like demonstrating the P90 reminded me too much of like emancipation or one of those yeah. like, Hey, you woman go, go show them. You can fight. Yay. Yeah. I, don't
0: know, I thought it was, I thought it was cool to see her yeah. destroy that long. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and that was not 60 yards away, but whatever.
3: Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I did like they had the, the, the one, the one guy looked like the football linebacker. It's like, Hey, you swing this.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: I'd be tossing the Cabers now.
1: I was yeah. watching to see if that was uh, Peter DeLuise. I could see him being yeah. like the guy that's in the skirt swinging <laughs> the log, you know?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's I uh, I don't know. It was overall, it was a good episode. I enjoyed it. I kind of wish we'd see more of Catano, but. Yeah, me too. That, so. hmm
2: Yeah.
1: Well, and this is the first of I think what three episodes that Christopher Judge wrote, yeah. or at least got mm-hmm. credit for writing. Whether he wrote the whole thing or coordinated yeah, it with it was, somebody, but he was it, the, it is, the one
3: who wrote the story. So whether or not that's meant, he came up with the idea and kind of the outline of it. And then mm-hmm. Peter DeLuise actually wrote the script, or right because then he wrote the teleplay,
1: right? Because I think they the person who comes up with the actual idea gets credit also. So yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. And um I did read production wise that they were and and this they were actually finishing the back half of production on this when nine eleven happened and working on the mm. next episode as well. So uh, it's wow. always interesting to think about that sort of thing. Like the very famous example of that is um Dana Carvey's Master of Disguise, where they were filming the turtle club scene where he's dressed up in this turtle outfit and he's like, Am I not turtly enough for the turtle club? And I think they were filming that like as 9/11 was happening, and they were getting the news on that day. And Dana Carvey oh, wow. since uh, yeah, he sensed like confirmed that, and so that was the urban legend that is now confirmed. Yeah.
0: Through. Oh wow.
2: Yeah. It's a horrible movie, but I think that's why I, I like it. <laughs> just because well, the association or the. No, just because it's such a bad movie. Oh yeah. <laughs> if you <laughs> haven't, the, I saw it in the theaters. One of those and, movies. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I was just I was just thinking that Christopher Judge writing tilk centric episodes I find it very interesting what he envisioned for the character because yeah. this episode is a Tilk episode and it and it does move the character along and so I just find it interesting that the the actor you know really thought about where he wanted the character to go in this yep. so um and the, the free Jaffa it, it's um it's a, I mean, great idea and we're going to see more of it. And I kind of, I like that they're exploring it rather than
0: mm-hmm.
1: just always the Gould or the Tok'ra.
0: Yeah, he definitely seems to have a better grasp of Teal'c's character than Patrick Stewart did of Picard. So. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, and I would like
2: to see Patrick Stewart run like Christopher Judge did after he comes out of the, oh, yeah. you know, the gate. And he just like, oh, yeah, he's like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then thanks for the update yeah. yeah no i mean that that's i think like something that sticks in my mind about this episode is just christopher judge like running and yelling deceiver you're being deceived mm-hmm. you are being deceived by the deceiver who is deceiving you and, and um as he's running it like just doesn't have time to stop and and so yeah and I then the way he calls
1: effective. out i forget the words to to challenge him to the fight yeah yep that was good Oh, yeah, and I then like he that. calls him uh, Shova when they're fighting.
0: Imhotep yeah. called uh, Tealc, yeah,
1: which is, you know, a sign that something's really not right.
0: Yeah. I don't know why Teal'c didn't just say, hey, this guy's Imhotep, lift your shirt up. <laughs> yeah. Could have not been busted in the face, but he's got the Jaffa honor, I guess.
2: Yeah. Yep. Like, mission was a success. The one thing I want to do is zerbert your belly, so let's lift <laughs> you yeah. up. <laughs> I think I think you owe me that much oh look there's no
0: Jaffa pouch on you it would have been good if he just had like yeah. a Sharpie'd one that was very obviously yeah, fake yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> well and I think to get
0: Paper-ish.
1: the to, to get the other Jaffa to follow him and pay attention to yeah. him, I mean, he needed to do he had to do it
0: that way right mm-hmm. yeah I just wanted we didn't get like the look on general general Hammond's face when like 500 Jaffa just came pouring <laughs> through the gate. Yeah. I would have liked to see that. <sighs> did,
3: did they, did dial they bring
0: the Nakwada yeah.
1: through with them? Cause that's, I mean, like, yeah. Carter should have been like hauling, yeah. You know, that way, grabbing it. Like, oh, I could use that.
3: Get <laughs>
2: yeah, cu- yeah. a couple of the, the Jaffa to carry it for right. her, you know? Wouldn't that be like prohibitively heavy? Like, Nakwada has like different, well, like, like ways guys are pretty big, so, though. I mean, yeah.
0: And they are Jaffa. Right? <laughs> They don't need I mean, to she sleep, can so they just left like that, all the And time. she can carry the macro. A
1: little feminism there, right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> awesome. Uh, did you we have any uh, fun alternate language titles for this episode? Oh, mm-hmm. the,
3: the, the other languages aren't all that They weren't? Great. Okay. Yeah, you got all of them were the warrior except German. Yeah. Die Jaffa Rebellion. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> the Jaffa <laughs> Rebellion.
0: <laughs> It's the Jaffa hyphen rebellion. Yeah. German. Yep.
2: Oh, gosh.
3: So, there we go. <laughs> oh,
0: because they like Everything their compound
2: words and stuff. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
3: El Guerrero in Spanish. The That's warrior. A, yeah. it's fun to yeah. say it that way.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. Uh, we do have some feedback on, on YouTube for our episode on 48 hours. Uh, nice. Hammond. So General Hammond himself, I'm assuming. So sure. thank, thanks for another fun <laughs> episode, guys. From someone who found McKay annoying yeah <laughs> <laughs> he was I, I could see that i, I yeah. like him though and then uh mark Gillies, 1970 says i really liked this episode i hated mckay at first and it took me a long time uh for him to win me over so yep. i liked him right off the bat but that might be with the foreknowledge that he is a fan favorite
2: yeah i'm trying to put myself in the position of watching atlantis like as it aired and stuff mm-hmm. and mckay kind of is just like ridiculous and you're like oh I had to bring this guy along and then he saves the yeah. day I think twice in the yeah. premiere or something so
1: actually I just watched the premiere of Atlantis this week because I hadn't seen it in years and after just watching that episode of McKay's first one he was a lot toned down in my opinion when he started oh, really? on Atlantis yeah because yeah, I, I remember was a right lot.
3: they eventually in Atlantis they do kind of call him out too on his attitude when he in this episode that first episode mm-hmm. 48 yeah. hours yeah. I think he kind of got called out on it.
1: Yeah, he was a lot more park obnoxious in 48 hours.
3: Oh yeah. Well, just he liked his, he was his meant to be a with
0: Sam. Yeah. Yeah.
3: He was meant yeah. to be just a one time character. And uh-huh. it's like, hey, let's bring back this character for Atlantis. Yeah. But let's like make him, you know, actually likable.
1: Right. Not quite as bad. Yeah, because Sam should have yeah. just punched him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, honestly, <laughs> she should have punched him. Yeah. And then I noticed in this the Atlantis, he was a little nicer to um. I can't think of her name.
2: Oh, oh um, Weir.
1: Yeah, Weir. Yeah, yeah, a little more respectful.
2: I they had Doctor Kavanaugh for for that in the first season. Oh, yeah, ponytail. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I like Doctor Kavanaugh. Just <laughs> yes, I, he
1: took over that role, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, and we didn't see enough of him, but yeah. So if, if you think McKay gets too toned down, there's another doctor that they have on for a couple episodes who's basically complains yeah. about yeah. everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's great.
0: <laughs> is he is he afraid of lemons? Also. No, he's,
2: he's just, (laughs) he just cares too much.
0: (laughs) I used to work with a guy like that. (laughs) That's all I'll say about that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Uh, Before we go, we'd like to take a moment to thank our patrons who make it possible for us to create the secrets of Stargate, including Robert C, Chris E, Ann T, Caleb P, and Michael M., Their generous donations at sqpn.com slash give make it possible for us to continue The Secret to Stargate and all the shows at Starquest, and you can join them by visiting sqpn.com slash give. And be sure to follow the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or on the SQPN YouTube channel. To find previous episodes of Secret to Stargate and to send feedback, you can visit sqpn.com slash stargate. And you can email us at stargate at sqpn.com or follow StarQuest on social media at facebook.com slash starquestmedia or on Twitter at sqpn. And we'll be back next time when we'll be discussing the next episode of SG-1, Menace. Until then, Father Corey, thank you for joining me in sharing the secret to Stargate. Thank you, Jack. And Lisa Jones, thank you as well. Thanks, Jack. And Victor Lambs, thank you too. Back at ya. Back at you. (laughs) Once again, I'm Jack Perizzini. Thank you for listening to The Secrets of Stargate on StarQuest.
1: Anyway,
3: I'm sorry, but that just happens to be how I feel about it. What do you think?
0: Here's another show on the StarQuest network you're sure to enjoy, The Secrets of Middle Earth. Find it wherever you can find podcasts or at sqpn.com slash middle earth.